listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. Huh? 100.7 KSLX. We're doing a Mark and Neanderthal field trip on Tuesday of next week to the Motor Vehicle Division. Yes. Sounds fun. Yes. Well, see, here's the fun part about it is that we are going to pay for your travel ID. And the travel ID is essentially a little star that they're going to put on your license. It's a stamp that they have to put on your license so that starting on October 1st, 2020, you can fly inside the United States. It's basically another another federal ID. It's something that the TSA yeah. now has to accept. And if you don't have it, it'll be a pain in the ass to fly. There are other documents you can bring, but it's real simple. Everybody has their driver's license on it at all times. So we just take you down to the MVD, get that stamp, and send you on your way. And we're taking you through like your own special line. Yes. So you don't have to wait. Yeah. It's, it's like a legit good. It's like a legit field trip. You're gonna have, Everybody's going to have to line up, uh, hold hands with your buddy. Absolutely. Yeah. And we'll take you through the line and everything what? will be good. We should be in and out of there in like an hour or so. you got to do the buddy system. Of course you do. Yeah. Bad things can happen when you yeah. don't have the buddy Make system. Sure you know your buddy on. is with you at all times. Yes. Um, you know, when you do you talk about the field trips in elementary school, they come in, in all shapes and sizes. For example. I grew up in Wisconsin. We went to a planetarium in Milwaukee once. Yeah, planetarium yeah, that makes, sense. yeah your... that, make, that makes absolute sense. We went to the, uh, we went to the Ford Motor uh, Manufacturing Plant in Framingham, Massachusetts. Ooh, very there's nice. An, there's an assembly plant. Who knew that Ford had an assembly plant in Framingham, Massachusetts? I did because I went there as a field trip. Each kid got a bumper. As they uh, left. Yes, exactly. They gave us all a Ford Pinto and hoped that it, <laughs> and hoped that it didn't explode on the way home They're on the bus. Like, we're going to give you some worthless tchotchke. A Pinto? Yes. Yeah, everybody got a Pinto and hoped, yeah. that the bus, hoped that the bus ride home was smooth. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We went to, I remember us going, you know, I grew up in the New York area right on Long Island. We were right. very close to New York City. We went into New York City once to Radio City Music Hall. Oh, cool. And saw a movie. Which I didn't even know they had a theater there, but they did. They we do saw, movies at Radio City? We saw the movie. I don't know if they still do, but we saw 1776. So it was educational also. It was about the writing of the Declaration of Independence. Oh, all right. Yeah. Now, Guido, you were you were homeschooled. Did you ever go on any field yeah. trips? Um, did I? Uh, yeah. Where'd yeah. you go? Uh, I, well, my neighbor was a welder. I, I went to my neighbor's house <laughs> next door. Does that count? That or, counts. I, I get, well, uh, you, were, you did we leave. went to the back alley, uh, behind my house. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, you did leave school. Did you need a permission slip to go to your neighbor's house? Yeah. yeah. Well, cause they were heading no. into a welding factory. My, you gotta have yeah. a disclaimer. Sure, Actually, okay. one true story. My mom's friend worked at Fry's. So I went to Fry's. <laughs> it was a grocery store down the street, but that still counts, right? It was a field I, I trip. Guess it was a field yep. trip. You, yeah. you were getting real life field experience, yep. I imagine. Yeah. The, yeah. the three of us. This is how food is kept cold. <laughs> Very educational. Yeah, well done. All right. All so, right. Well, see, there's the benefit of homeschooling right there. You do see the world. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> let, us, let us get somebody else to join us on the Mark and Neanderthal field trip. It is going to happen Tuesday, like right after we get off the air. We'll leave here yeah. at about 1030. We've got a like an airport limo. Or not a limo, but an airport like shuttle. Like a shuttle bus. Like one of those party buses that you see outside of strip yeah. clubs. Not that I've ever seen, seen those. <laughs> One hundred point seven KSLX Black Sabbath's War Pigs. Uh, I tell you what, that uh, yeah, I told you earlier in the week about my 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 friend back in Rochester, New York, uh, had the double lung transplant and, yeah. and and didn't make it through and and passed away. I'll be speaking at his memorial service on Friday, which sucks. By the way, it does suck. Yeah, sorry to hear that. Um, but that song right there is one we that was in one of the bands we were in. That was our specialty. That was I, that was I, it. That was the money I, shot right there. I, you, in college, I stopped by his apartment one day. He goes, "Hey, I just figured out War Pigs on guitar." I was like, "You figure out the whole song?" Right. He's like, "Yeah." 
<laughs> Holy crap, really? <laughs> it's like I wouldn't even I wouldn't even have the attention span to do that. The song's seven minutes, eight minutes long. My well, guess is he smoked a lot of pot, is what I'm guessing. No, he didn't smoke any. Uh-huh. Um, but he's just a really good musician, and he could figure things out really well by ear. And um, and so he goes, yeah, I just need a bass player and a singer. I said, I can do both of those, and we'll, we'll find a drummer. And that was, you know, built the band around that. It was We, we did it pretty well. It was, uh, it, was, it, was, it was a fun song. Well, and, it's an eight-minute song, so it gives you an opportunity to really kill a lot of time in a set. Absolutely, you know, yeah, that good. helped yeah. too. Help, yeah. help flesh out the set. But uh, you uh, guys were like Rush, <laughs> eight, eight minute, eight minute songs without the talent and dedication. Well, yeah. of course, yes, or yeah. the Canadian passports. No, he, he was a really good musician, and uh, so by the way, I'm. This is stupid, but uh, you know the airline that I got so upset with a couple of weeks ago they treated they, you so un-American. They, they, they yeah. really did. Yeah, um, and uh, my boycott of that airline lasted all the way until. They had the lowest fare and the most convenient time uh, time yes. for me to leave tomorrow. Yep, convenience, availability, and price. Really, that, that those are the three yep. things that can really nail a boycott. It, is what they you can. know they really put the stake into the heart of any good boycott. It's funny you they mentioned do. the stake thing yeah. because that was my one my one attempt at boycotting something in my life. I was nine years old and I had just seen a, a story on ABC's Twenty Twenty about uh, how they how they farm cattle. And I was oh, like, okay, and you that's were very it. upset. I was I'm like, sure. yeah, as a nine-year-old, yeah, yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm not, I'm never eating meat again. And that was the night my father, <laughs> my father and my older brother decided to pull out some steaks, sure. and fry them up. Mm-hmm. And they're like, mm, yeah, enjoy yep. your salad, kid, and stuff. Yep. So that that boycott lasted about uh, about thirty hours. Yeah, nothing, yeah. Will, nothing yeah. will kill a good food boycott like a good smell and an empty belly. Yep, you that'll know? do it. That'll... Yeah. So well, if it weren't for price and convenience and availability, you would. Uh, we would be standing strong exactly. and we would be in solidarity with you. Well, now, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. We find ourselves at that time of the week where uh, you try to get acquainted uh, with your neighborhood. Some people that uh, you don't, you've never actually officially met, but you got to describe them to somebody. Like for me, I have to describe the new cult that has moved into my neighborhood, and I don't know who they are or what they're doing. But all I saw was there was somebody bought one of the houses in my neighborhood, and the house, the the, the street was lined with a hundred vehicles this past Saturday. <laughs> and from what I understand, culturally, the elders and everybody have come to bless the house. Okay, it's some sort of a cultural thing. I'm not sure what it is, what culture it is, um, but I, a woman said to me, she goes, hey, am I, am I blocking your driveway? I said, no, I'll just drive over you. I drive a truck. No problem. And she says, she goes, yeah, well, our friends just bought their first house, and uh, they're ju- they're just married, and they bought their first house, and uh, it's, it's tra- you know, tradition in our culture to bring all these people here, and the elders come, and they bless the house with, like, one of those smoking stalks and all that stuff. Okay. So I, I've christened them the cult. Yes. You know? Jonestown down the street. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what's going on. Yeah. yeah, I was going to call it Kool-Aid Factory. Oh, yeah! I'm not sure, but those are the people that are now in my neighborhood. Well, everybody has an Alice Kravitz. We hear those all the time. Sure. Everybody has a Speedy Gonzalez, the person who drives too quickly through the neighborhood. Right, sure, yeah. But we talk to a lot of people. Actually, I I really like this one. All right. Janet Glendale. And you have a neighbor you've given a nickname to? Yes. Um, We call him Elephant Man (laughs) because he... Moses lawn. Anytime he's outside, he's in the hat, the mask, the, and it was like the movie, the elephant mask. We just call him Elephant Man, <laughs> like those surgical type, but even bigger. Yeah, 
Yeah. All right, so he's got the mask, the sunglasses, the hat. He's the elephant man. The elephant man, yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. All right. Okay. Okay, let's see what else we got. What do you got for us? Neighborhood nickname, somebody you don't know, but you're giving them a nickname to amuse yourself. So I live at an apartment complex and everything. There's this guy that has a white Chevy Dually. So he's earned himself the nickname of White Chevy Dooley Guy. And I'm saying this because the spaces are rather small. It's all covered parking and everything. And he's one of the guys that loves to take up as much space as he can on my side. So what does he, he park a little bit at an angle? Yeah. yeah I hate those guys. Wide load. Yeah. That's what I would call that guy. Yeah. Yeah, By the load. way, white Chevy Dooley guy, I think you need to be more inclusive Yeah, I would that. think so, yeah. This is 2019. You can't use a phrase like that anymore. That is not okay. And by the way, I just want you to listen to just the first, first segment here where she describes where she lives. I, I always love this. So I live at an apartment complex and everything. And everything. And everything. Yeah, well. I always like that. Well, that, well the name is complex, so you know that there's a lot of stuff <laughs> involved in it and everything. I live there and everything. So if you've got a neighborhood nickname, by all means, you can call us on your phone and everything at 480-470-KSLX. <laughs> well, now... If you're new to the program, I'm Mark, and Paul is about to pick up the phone because we're going to play a game. Yeah, we're going to uh, play a game involving the 25th anniversary of the TV show Friends, and we're speaking with who? This is Amy. Hi, Amy. You want to play a game with us? Sure. All right. In the interest of fair disclosure, we are going to objectify the female cast members of the show Friends. It's their 25th anniversary, and it's sort of the Ginger versus Marianne, the Bailey versus Jennifer argument of our generation, and that is who is the most attractive female Friends character. Now, to be fair, we all know it's Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Here's what we did, Amy. We asked 10 people behind the scenes who the hottest one was. Like Paul said, Jennifer Aniston was the winner, but you tell us, within one, how many of those 10 votes did she get? Oh, wow. Um, I'd have to say nine. Nine? See, you're a big Jennifer Aniston fan. Let's check it out, shall we? All right, let's see how this went. We asked 10 guys, and here's what we got. Jennifer Aniston. Uh, Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston, by far. (laughs) Jennifer. Oof. It's a toss-up between Courtney Cox and Jennifer Aniston, but I'd probably go with Courtney Cox. i got to say Jennifer Aniston. I'm going to have to go with Lisa Kudrow because I liked her dizziness, man. She was just, like, all over the map. Oh, boy. (laughs) Um, Courtney Cox. Oh, Jennifer Aniston. Oh, Jennifer, come on. I see what just happened there. Did you see what happened there, Amy? It was seven. Yeah. Seven for Jennifer Aniston, two for Courtney Cox, and the dark horse, Lisa Kudrow, pulling up one vote. Which is exactly how I saw it that way. I saw it, you know, I, I figured that not everybody is universally Jennifer Aniston, and Lisa Kudrow is clearly in a distant third. That's a shame. No, no, no I, I love Lisa Kudrow. She might be my favorite. Amy, what would you, I, if, if you were, you know, we're not saying you are, but if you were, who would be the hottest for you? Well, I'd probably have to go with Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, see. You know what? Yeah. Anybody with that much common sense should get some Peter Frampton tickets. All right, so we're going to give them to you anyway just for participating. Awesome. Thank yep, you. it's Wednesday. Everybody gets a trophy on the Mark and the Interpol show. 
Great. Hang on the line. Congratulations. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, there's something There's something about Lisa Kudrow that does it for me. And about midway through the series, there were certainly two things about Courtney Cox that changed my opinion of her immediately. Yeah, some certain things got enhanced yeah. at a, she, on a certain level, I think. She really grew yeah. as an actress. Yeah, I is believe what so. Happened there. Yes. Yeah. And yes, we're objectifying those actresses. Yes. But on the other hand, we didn't let any guys into that contest. Right, so yeah. So it's really, it's, it's even. It's we're sort of balances not out yet. Fair, we're not so. being exclusionary is what we're <laughs> What you need right now is to pay attention because we're about to educate you, school you, drop some knowledge on you mm-hmm. about somebody who behaved in an asinine manner, something that would cause them to be... be- I'm trying to say that again. <laughs> have bestowed upon them the title of Mark and Neanderthal Dumbass of the yes, Day. Sorry about, sorry about the burp. I apologize. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> uh, tomorrow's Dumbass, by the way, you want to talk about, you know, sometimes you carry around a little weight on your shoulders. Yeah. You know, something to weigh on you. Mm-hmm. Not like this woman tomorrow. No? No. No, make she's sure, just letting it all go? Uh, she's got a big weight on her. Oh, make okay. sure you Make sure you check it out tomorrow. All righty then. Today's Dumbass is up at the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page and Ride Now Power Sports sponsors things. You can find them at ridenow.com. Some wild, wild times last week on Okaloosa Island in Florida. Okaloosa or Oskaloosa? Is it Oskaloosa? I don't know. There are a couple of different. There. I think there's both an Okaloosa and an Oskaloosa. I think it's Okaloosa. Okay, yeah, it's a, like Ocal, O C A L O O S A. Yeah. Right. Either way, there, there are there are two, I believe. There's a surf shop there. It's, it's called Surfside Outfitters. Okay, All right, it's a nice little nice little store. One of the employees spotted a female customer stuffing something into her handbag, giggity, and then also stealing a pair of flip flops. Alrighty then. The woman then bolted out of the store in flip flops. Yeah, well, she was, I think she was holding them. So you could hear her running. <laughs> exactly. She hopped onto her bicycle. Right. Nobody from the store tried to chase her or anything. Sure, they, just, they just called the cops and yeah. gave a description. Right. And the woman was, was pretty easy for sheriff's deputies to find as instead of being low key, the woman tried to get away by bicycling down the center of U.S. Highway 98 topless. Oh. Well that, will, that will that will deflect the attention uh, to what she was doing. Hey, look at this topless woman. Because right. nobody in their right mind would rip off a surf shop and then bicycle topless down the middle of a highway. Nobody in their no. right mind would do that. No, exactly. So right. a deputy pulled up alongside her. He's hey, driving. <laughs> he tells her to get over to the side of the road. And her comment, make me. <laughs> We're in third grade all of a sudden. Yeah, all, well... And she's able to ride a bike in third grade. Good for her. <laughs> so the deputy tried again a few times. She kept ignoring him. So he drove up ahead of the woman. He got out of his car, and he had to pull her off the bicycle as she went by. Yeah, the clothesline, wonder basically. What he, wonder what he pulled her off by. Yeah, well, you know. So the woman was arrested, and her bag was found to contain not only the pilfered flip-flops, but the other item she had stolen, which was a shirt. Hmm. Well, I guess she didn't want to wear that because she would have been noticeable wearing a stolen wearing shirt. Wearing a stolen yeah. shirt. Well, desperate people do desperate things, I guess. Right. So we'll have to make this woman from Florida, Okaloosa, Oskaloosa, whichever it might be, the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Hey, gang, this is the money man, Eddie Money, and I think that's a beautiful story you guys just told. All right, so this is fun. You know, the show Friends, which I never watched a whole lot. Me neither. But it was a pretty funny show, but it's celebrating its 25th anniversary of debuting. I think it was in late September of 1994 it debuted. It was a huge show, obviously. Right. Earlier this morning, 
We asked 10 consecutive guy listeners who they thought was the hottest friends girl. Yeah, and I knew I knew it was going to gonna go the way it, it. Percentage-wise, I thought it was 70, 20, 10. That's how I, it was. Yeah, 7 in 10 people chose Jennifer Aniston. Uh, two people chose Courtney Cox. And I, I, along with one other individual, chose Lisa Kudrow. Okay, let's see if you can repeat your magic. Okay. Are you uh, ready? How many people did we talk to here? Okay, what I did was I went around yesterday with a recorder. All right. And I taped... Five taped. I recorded five gentlemen here in the building. Okay. Okay, what do you think the percentages will be? How many votes for Aniston? How many votes for Kudrow? How many votes for Courtney Cox? I don't think any votes for Courtney Cox. I think three votes for Aniston and two votes for Kudrow. I think Lisa Kudrow does better in this building than huh. she does naturally. Really? Because I think that people in this building see her as smart and quirky, and we work in a, in a, in a building full in a of... Quirky, in a quirky, yes, sort of awkward, in an awkward environment. So I think I, I am... <laughs> I, suspect, I suspect it'll be three to two, Jennifer Aniston to, to, uh, well, to Lisa Kudrow. I will tell you that you will enjoy the last answer when you re- equate quirkiness with Lisa Kudrow. So let's do this. These are the five gentlemen we asked yesterday, and let's see what they said. Courtney Cox. Oh. Lisa. Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Kudra. Absolutely, Kudra. Yeah. Yeah, see, I told you. <laughs> the last guy who likes Lisa Kudrow is full of quirks. Yes, we'll he's one of, the, one, of the, one of the quirkiest human beings I've ever met on the face of the earth. But I was right, though. Kudrow did better than I, than I thought. I was only wrong in the fact that Courtney, Courtney Cox, Cox did a get vote. a vote. Yep. But I, I thought it would be three to two. I at least got the Lisa Kudrow part. Yeah, there's something about her. She's awkward and yet attractive. And there's something about her in this building because we work in sort of an island of misfit toys. That, uh, that that find her attractive. If if you spread it out, I only asked five guys. If you went to ten, you'd probably have Jennifer Aniston slowly taking over a commanding lead. But I think you're right about Lisa Kudrow yeah. and that the, the quirks would play better in this very odd building than In this than building, others. yeah, I think yeah. so. Uh, and Guido, you, your thought? I was just going to say I absolutely agree. She was always my favorite. Lisa, Lisa Kudrow? Kudrow? Yeah. yeah but see, I yeah. related to that a lot, so that's the awkwardness, I Interesting. think. Yeah, there's something about her, and, and she's, she's a she seemed approachable while still being incredibly sexy. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, and I what a songwriter. Yes, yes, yes. Smelly yeah. Cat. Smelly Cat should have been. Uh, how, how the recording industry has overlooked that song for the Lifetime Grammy Award. Is, I know. Is stunning to me. It is an absolute shocker. All right. We've been telling you about the Mark and Neanderthal field trip to the Motor Vehicle Division to get everybody their travel IDs. Yeah, we'll pick up the tab for that. Yeah, avoid all the airport hassles in the future. you got to have it done by October 1st of 2020. But uh, the mayor of Phoenix, Kate Gallego, heard us talking about it. Yeah, she's on the phone. This is kind of funny. It's kind of funny. So... uh, all right, Mayor. Mayor, we're gonna we're gonna drive everybody over there, and I know you've been pushing this hard, even though you haven't had yours done yet. You want to come with us? That would be fun. If you want to come along, you you may. You can't you can't talk policy on the on the bus though. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like a very good deal, Mayor Gallego. You like when you fly to some place? Does the mayor get? Like a charter flight, or do you have to fly like with the rest of us schlubs in economy? <laughs> in economy, I've been in middle seats lately. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know what? The struggle is real. That's the reason to go for being governor. You get better, <laughs> better seating on the <laughs> airlines. So when you go and you do your uh, travel ID, what pieces of mail are you going to bring from home, do you think? Yeah. So you need a birth certificate or passport, a social security card or a W-2, and two documents with your current address. 
So I think a bank statement and a utility bill. All right. Now, what what documents with your current address will you bring? I feel like you're challenging me to come up with something more interesting than a utility bill. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you know, Mark is going to bring one of his adult magazines. <laughs> and I was thinking of maybe bringing the Police, Police Benevolent Association uh, address labels because I've been living there for so long. I've got hundreds of those that can prove my residency. Yeah. I hope to be not memorable when I'm there for the MVD folks. Yeah, because who can pick out the mayor of Phoenix? That's right. Before you go, Mayor Gallego, I have one quick former Phoenix mayor quiz for you, okay? Oh, boy. Oh, I'm ready. All right. Which of these three names was never the mayor of Phoenix? <laughs> Skip Rimza, Sherman Hemsley, or Phil Gordon? I'm going with Sherman Hemsley. Ah, Very nice. George Jefferson never held that office. <laughs> there you go. Hey, we thank you for checking in, Mayor Gallego. You have a fantastic day. You too. Thank you. How great is that, that the yeah, Mayor Phoenix cool. is going to... Now, if, did we we got to get her uh, hang on the line and see if she'll if she's going to come with us and hang on. Well... I mean, it'd be great to get her. Although, question, do we have to have security with her? Does yeah, the mayor is, get is, security? Well, uh, my question, Paul, is it likely that Mayor Gallego would come on the Mark and Neanderthal MVD field trip? As Gorilla Monsoon would say to Bobby the Brain Heenan... Highly unlikely, unlikely brain. brain. You know, I, I'm surprised that I, I know that at some point at 480-470-KSLX, uh, we're going to get a question from somebody, the inevitable question as to whether or not uh, the mayor is involving herself with us. There's a question that's just sitting out there begging to be uh, asked. Yeah, I know. It's, it's I begging know. It's begging to be asked. And we're going <laughs> to we're going to respect her office. That's right. We're exactly. going to respect it and, and not ask that question. But, Let's, you know, just just know that we're thinking, too. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.